Okay, so this week we are diving into a classic, classic horror film. Uh, that is John Carpenter's The Thing, uh, starring Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley, T.K. Carter. Among many more, we have a uh, shape-shifting alien organism that infiltrates a camp in Antarctica, and chaos ensues, and this should be a good one. Hunter, but is the thing good? Let's find <gasps> out. Who's that? Ethan's back. Ethan's back. Ethan's back, Ethan's back on the podcast. Yeah. E- Ethan's e- back e- on the podcast. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> what? We're already out of breath. <sighs> Welcome. Uh, episode 94 of mm-hmm. But Is It Good Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Callahan. And I'm your host. <coughs> Lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I looked at Ethan. <laughs> And something just entered my throat. <laughs> what have you done to me? I am your host, Zach Olson, and with us this week again. Yes. This is our yes, favorite sir. guest. Ethan three Williams. Time. Three times. The three Pete. Three times. Three amigos. I'm here to collect my challenge coin. Yes. Uh Ethan, it's always good to have you on the podcast. Um, and we're doing a very classic film that you recommended yeah and zach got wrong a few times over the past year yeah we should probably so a little backstory on that yes. was um i heard zach talking about a movie that he thought he saw maybe when he was younger mm-hmm. about a guy who got his arms eaten off um when he was trying to use the defibrillator, the defibrillator yes <laughs> and i called and it revenge of the body snatches yes. <laughs> which there's a lot of the things wrong with that statement <laughs> uh the movie uh was the thing john carpenter's the thing i'm sure that would be very traumatizing to see as a young individual oh but, yeah was, um yeah. yeah there's also the invasion of the body snatchers which is another classic okay yeah. there are like <laughs> several different versions of invasions of the body snatchers mm-hmm. and they're all great highly recommend but especially the one that came out in 78 Okay. Leonard Nimoy and Donald Pleasance and um, Jeff Goldblum. Spock himself. Yeah, it's a really good movie. But anyway, that made me want to uh, revisit that movie and talk about it with you guys because it is one of my all-time favorites. Not to spoil yeah. that it is good, but <laughs> I think we can probably go ahead and say that is true. Well, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd also never seen it. I'd never seen this movie before. Um, so it was really interesting to kind of go in. So Zach, did you see this movie in full when you were a kid, or was it one of those things where you kind of just saw on TV? And I, then so there were a couple times where uh, I would turn on the TV and something was on. It was like a late night kind mm-hmm. of thing. I had a TV in my room when I probably shouldn't have right. at a young age, you know, that kind of thing. And there would be like the head crawling around the floor, and I'd be like, oh, oh yeah. fuck, what is that? And I would turn it off. And then one night it was on. I think it was one of the. You know how channels used to just rerun the same movie at the same oh, time yeah. at night, you know? Yeah. And so one night I was like, I'm going to watch this. And I, I watched it. Obviously, I didn't get the title right. <laughs> but yes, I had seen this all the way through. I was probably like seven or eight, honestly. And yeah. it terrified me. And uh, I mean, it's still, it's still scary. Yeah. It's, it, it's such a fascinating movie. 
But yes, yeah. To answer your question directly, yeah, yeah I, cool. I saw it in full when I was young. Yeah, <laughs> it's one that could probably scar you. Yeah, bad. I'm interested to to jump in, but real quick because I, I always try to do this at the top. Please like and subscribe and share and leave reviews and comments and stuff like that Follow on the Apple Podcasts. Follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, Spotify, and Apple Twitter. Podcasts and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Because um, it always helps us out. Uh, anything else? Housekeeping? Zach, how's life? Ethan's house, how's life? It was good, yeah. Yeah? You went to Falcons game today? They yeah, won? I did. They did. They won. I think that was, you know, I haven't been to a game in a long time, so maybe it was my good juju. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, I think it was. Right. Um, I'm how's, good. How's your sweet girl? She's feeling She's well. good. She's good. She's been having some some puppy issues. Yes. Uh, she had to go to the... Vi- Shout out to both of y'all, by the way, because y'all have been flexible this weekend. I have a child, and I had to take her to the doctor. She was sick, and we've moved this to Sunday night. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, she's I good. She's doing much better. I know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I know very well how that goes. That's good. Uh, well, good deal. Okay. Um, shall we then? Mm-hmm. Well, how are you? Hold I'm on. I'm fine. I'm good. Um What's happened in my life recently? Not much. You said Hollis has been wild He's recently. He's been crazy, dude. We went to dinner <laughs> last night at Ty Spice. Shout out Ty Spice. Mm-hmm. So good. And he just like, he just yell. He's just, he's been yelling. He's been making a lot of noise. He's Testing just, out those new lungs. Yeah, he's, he's, he's just vocalizing. That's, you know. He's good. He's got this, this little scooter. Oh, it's not inside. It's outside. And he'll like, this is, this, I'm, this is all I am to him now. He'll like sit on it. So he can sit on the scooter and he'll put his feet up and stuff. And it has this big old handle mm-hmm. that like hold on to you. And I just like push him. <laughs> so I'm just like, I've like gone around the entire neighborhood like three times. And I just like push him on the scooter. He's just cruising, man. <laughs> it's like he's driving. But he's good. He's uh, He started speech therapy on Friday. Cool. Um, which I don't think, like David said, he's not really behind. But we're, he just says, guh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, That's all he says? We were happy. I mean, he, he can say. Other things he just does, he he knows how to get what he wants without saying words. He'll do signs like. Well, that sounds like a. Sounds like he's getting the things. He'll say please and then. Oh, okay. Like cool. All yeah. done. Nice. Uh, but Sweet. like yesterday, we were having breakfast and I was feeding him eggs. And I was like, egg, egg, and I would go eh, and he would be like, ah. I said guh, guh. I said egg, guh. He would go guh. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> But he's good. Everything's good. We're all good. Um, to be fair, egg and guh are pretty. They're pretty close. Pretty close. You but done like you know, like we'll be like, what does a dog like say? Rocket go, science. If I say, <laughs> uh, he like he he knows sound. Like we're just like, what does a cat say? And I'll go meow meow. And then we'll say, what does a dog say? And he'll go, hoo. Mm. like like woof. <laughs> he, can't, he can't. But like and like with the uh, lion. Go dogs. <laughs> we'll say, what does a lion say? And he goes, <laughs> like he growls. He's cute. He's great. Anyway, I'm ready. So. Sorry, Dave Ethan. Yeah. Guest of honor. Uh, how many times have you seen this movie? Uh, this will be fourth or fifth, I guess. So I watched it twice this week. Thinking back to your first time. Yeah. First thoughts. So I guess it's relatively spoiler free. This movie sure. is 40 years old, so but just be, you know, in brief. Yeah. First I time don't think I it. need spoilers to explain how much I love yeah. this movie. Um, the first time I saw this movie was Halloween night, my freshman year of college. In my dorm room, I watched it with a couple of friends. I watched The Thing and The Evil Dead. And I think mm. for the first time, for both of them, and I think my life has been downhill ever since then. Because <laughs> um, those are two of the best ever. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of continued to stay with me as one of the best horror movies. Um, because of the effects, because of the, mm-hmm. the casting, the setting are all so unique and singular. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the practical effects are just yeah, some, of, some of the best nuts. that have ever been done. Um, Rob Bottin, Stan Winston, some of the guys who really made movie effects what they are today. And um, I just like that this movie has no easy answers. I feel like mm-hmm. in horror movies, there's very rarely ambiguity. Yeah. And sometimes we have to solve the mystery. Sometimes we have to know who the killer is right. or know exactly what is happening. But I love how much this movie embraces ambiguity and uncertainty mm-hmm. um, because it kind of puts you in with the characters as far as to make you feel paranoid. Like mm-hmm. you don't understand what's happening. You don't know who to trust. And usually there's a sense of what you would call dramatic irony where you know the outcome or you know who's the thing. But yep. right. um, maybe the, the, ca- the characters don't. Yeah. In this movie, you're right with the characters. Yeah. Right. And I feel like horror movies have rarely embraced that ambiguity in a way that's so um, satisfying. So it's not like, and there's no like moment where you feel safe. There's no moment yeah. where you feel that. Um, and you know, the ending is to spoil a little bit. is kind of a little bleak, but I think that's yeah. also yes. pretty unique about it. Um, but yeah, it's still my favorite John Carpenter movie, which is saying a lot. I love a lot of his movies, but mm-hmm. I think his budget, his, um, cast is the location or all just they still really really hold up yeah yeah what about you hunter so i watched this for the first time last night no. okay friday night and it was tough it's one of those films that i knew a lot about prior to like i couldn't really go in blind because i've seen stuff off from it i heard about it i knew i'd seen clips of like the practical effects and like the monster that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so i knew a little bit about it um, but I thought it was really great. I really did. Um, I tried to go in as blind as I could in the sense of like knowing the storyline and the plot. I, I like I knew what what it was an mm-hmm. alien, blah, blah blah. I knew all that. Um, but I think it was really effective. I loved the the cast. I loved the pacing. I loved the uh, just the kind of suspense and drama that was kind of brought up through it. The effects blew me away. Like, I was watching it, and I remember saying, because Hannah's on the couch, and I was just like, how did they do this? Like, how, mm-hmm. literally, how did, like, when the dad, when the, I'm sorry, I can't talk about spoilers. Like, <laughs> there's one part, though, where I was just like, literally, how are they doing this right now? Um, I wasn't really, like, scared, per se. Like, it didn't, like, scare me in the sense of, like, ah, but I was just, like, definitely, like, in it in the sense of, like, the one part, I guess, that did get me is, like, where I thought, okay, not spoiling thing, but they're testing something, mm-hmm. and what happened was not what I was. I, I thought I had a beat on something, and I was like, nope. So I enjoyed not knowing. I enjoyed mm-hmm. being like, okay, well, I'm not sure who mm-hmm. is what or that kind of stuff. And I think it does a, does a really good job of um, kind of keeping you off its trail of who's where and what's happening and why things are happening. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really effective. Now keep in mind that scared for Hunter is just like ah, well, you yeah, got me. Jumps. Yeah, so like <laughs> no, like that's I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to find a, a way to like rephrase that because I wasn't in the sense of like yeah, like I wasn't like afraid to be like oh, I'm gonna get scared. It mm-hmm. wasn't like hereditary where I was like dreading stuff, but I was like really just like on edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just like and the body horror that kind of stuff was effective where I was just like this is freaky in mm-hmm. a way that's like. And I imagine if it was 1982 and I'd never seen anything like this, I'd be like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I think it was it was very good. Your turn. Okay. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Uh, this film was think back just to when you were seven years old. Just as unsettling uh, on a second watch as it was when I was seven years old. Um, the body horror, the practical effects are amazing. I want to talk to them or talk to them. I want to talk to the, the practical. Call I want to talk about those specifically because they're just out of this world. Um, I love the ambiguity and the it's it's like a whodunit, but it's it's more like a who is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. And I, I just think it's 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 done incredibly well. Kurt Russell gives a, a masterful performance, and like f- watching him go through and logically and like he's so level headed the whole time, and um, yeah, I just I can't go into much more without yeah, getting no, into spoilers, you know. But um, okay, cool. Anything else, real quick, before we? Okay, well, you know good. what time it is. It is that time. It is time for a movie in a minute. The Thing edition. Um, I'm going to press pause so I can set up the camera now. All right, I think we're good to go. Yep. Okay. Um, Zach, can you use your phone to show time? Because yeah. mine's currently filming something. Yes. Camera speed, sound speed. Are we all set? We're firing. Firing. Get close. <laughs> Easy so that's what good? you said the first time. You're like, firing. Firing is a light. Okay. All right, cool. This well, the light's on, so... This is, uh, the light's been fired. <laughs> this is Ethan Williams doing Movie in a Minute, The Thing, in three. Actually, Zach, you can count us in because you kept the thing. Yeah, I was good. I was good with that. Three, two, <laughs> one, go. Antarctica, 1982. A dog is being chased through the snow by a Norwegian helicopter and arrives at U.S. Outpost 31. The Norwegians try to say something to the Americans, but they are accidentally blown up. The men send a recon unit to find out what happened to the Norwegian base and find a destroyer with a mangled corpse in the rubble. Meanwhile, they put the dog in the kennel with the other dogs and reveals itself as a shape-shifting alien predator who attacks them. The team are able to destroy it with a flamethrower, and during the autopsy, Blair determines this organism can assimilate and imitate any form of organic life. Blair is now paranoid and discovers this organism could quickly take over the world. McCready takes another copter out and finds the alien crash site. Back at the base, the corpse of the dog thing assimilates Bennings and turns him into a creature. They burn Bennings, but they are now all distrustful of each other. Blair goes crazy and sabotages all the helicopters and equipment. The men are able to subdue and isolate him, but they are now stuck. The thing continues to covertly take over members of the crew, and the men stop trusting each other. McCready proposes a blood test, which exposes the thing from its hiding spot. The crew realize they are doomed and decide to destroy, destroy the base in hopes of destroying it. The thing. McCready is able to blow up the thing in a final battle in the rubble. McCready finds Childs and does not know if he's a thing. The men sip whiskey as the fire roars. Look at that. That was perfect. You got through it. <laughs> that was great. You go ahead and stop with that. Okay. That Boom. was amazing. Um, that, w- that was literally, that's like, so here's right the on. thing, Ethan. <laughs> we're going to have to like remote you this in each thing. episode because like our movie, like we do, when, when me and Zach do it, it's just like, uh, 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 fucking thing, Kurt uh, Russell. Things happen. Got things the flamethrower. <laughs> awesome. Take lots of notes. I got it. Sorry. All right, cool. Sorry Let's do it. Blind you. Bravo. That was amazing. Thank you. Um, Where to begin? How do I want to start? So I this is my one little note. It starts the same way as Predator. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I was actually <laughs> going to bring that up. I'm yeah, gonna, like, with yeah. like the I'm going to close this. I was like, oh, cool, I'm Predator. Close this until I need it. I, I um, felt like Captain America. I was like, I got that reference. When, yeah. when oh, we wait, 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 which came first? Oh, uh, the thing did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Predator starts like the thing. Yes, it does. There yeah. There you go. When we were reviewing the thing, you said explicitly, "I don't really like it when at the beginning of the movie they'll let you know that it's an alien." Do you remember saying that? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I stand by that. I think okay. that this would have been really effective if they didn't show that as an alien. I also knew it was an alien before I watched it, so like it didn't have the same. Okay. Um, yeah. 
But you, I you knew the Predator was an alien before you watched it. Yes, too. I know. I feel don't like it's take, more of a don't, review. Don't remind me of things that I said. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think now looking back, even like even further, like how it starts with the dog and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think not showing the alien like the spaceship would also still be very effective. I think it would be really interesting to be like, what is this? What's happening? Why are they about sure. to shoot that dog? Yeah, that's a really cool way to start. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good point. Yeah, I I thought that was really interesting because mm-hmm. I was like, why are they killing the dog? And then I thought, oh, the dog's probably the thing. I was yeah. thinking, why can't they hit the dog? <laughs> Personally, and why did why they uh, did they run out of bullets? And then they were like, you know what, we got we got to bring out the grenades. <laughs> um, did you guys did you guys notice the uh, the title reveal? How the uh, like the letters kind of yeah. yeah so um, that that was probably done on something and like it was practical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they did is they actually burned um, from behind it. This is how they also did it in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can kind of reveal they actually had white smoke behind and a light coming through. Yeah. So it has this very nice like actual practical feel to it. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but this movie was made before. In the fifties, yes, uh, it's called the thing, thing from, from another Outer world. Space, okay, yeah, gotcha. or thing from another world. Yeah, yeah gotcha. it's one of the. Some I think it's that. the thing from another world. You're right, but um, it was directed by Howard Hawks, a very classic Hollywood film mm-hmm. director. Um, it's very like B monster movie. The mm-hmm. monsters made of like vegetables or something or plants. Awesome. It. Uh, awesome. It's very goofy. It's almost like Frankenstein, but yeah, yeah. they're on an Antarctic base, which kind of made it different. Um, but Carpenter was a huge fan of that movie. Um, yeah. If you watch Halloween, uh, it is the movie that is on that's playing on in TV? Halloween. Yes. Yeah, that's the and other thing that I messed up. Right. You called me out on <laughs> right. Well, and the thing was, it wasn't. Um, he didn't know he was directing the thing at the time. He okay. didn't know he was going to be directing the re- yeah, the yeah. remake of it. He just really liked that movie. Right. So of course, when Universal wanted to make this movie, they probably approached Carpenter like, well, yeah. "Hey, we know you really like this." But his intention was to go back to the short story that the original movie is based off of, called "Who Goes yeah. There," and go yeah. back to the original paranoia, the um, ambiguity of that original mm-hmm. novella, mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of make that more the crux of the story rather than some kooky like yeah monster vegetable monster around yeah plant monster i don't know right but it's really fun i uh i was reading about that uh too because and and there's also and this is we don't we can brush over this real fast but just so people don't get confused there is a prequel yes that was made in like 20 2011 yep um that ends with like they're the, it's the beginning they're of the this movie norwegians yeah. it's like rogue one and in and a new hope which that got bad reviews, uh, I think, right? Yeah, uh, I never saw it personally. Um, it, the bad reviews were enough to steer me away from it. Yeah, sure. There, are, I think, with every movie now, there are like uh, defenders out there that like show up and be like, actually, that thing remake or like you know the Nightmare on Elm Street remake or like mm-hmm. all these movies that were or the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Like, yeah, people come out of the woodworks to defend them, even if they were like, okay, sure. So you know. I have I I've not been really super interested in watching it, but okay. I heard I know Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in it. Um, there's something maybe there. I've heard they used yeah. more practical effects, and then the studio mandated more CG. Uh, um, so as I they do, right? So <laughs> I have a feeling I don't know. Yeah, not probably going to talk. Well, about you know that's that not a remake of this. That's it's a not a no, it's, it's a not a remake. It's, it's a but it's still called the thing. Just, yeah, yeah, that was another confusing. Title. You know the critical it. reception to. John Carpenter's The Thing when it came very out was bad. very bad. Mm-hmm. It was people were calling it like trash. Yeah, yeah. I think someone said it was like instant trash. Mm-hmm. I think like Roger Ebert hated this movie, yeah. um, which is crazy. It's <laughs> really interesting to think of the environment that this movie came out in. It 
1982, and I wrote a list of every movie, not every movie, but a lot of the big hitters of that year. Let's hear them. Let's hear them. Okay. Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan. Okay. Huge hot sci-fi movie. Yeah. Blade Runner. Which oh, yeah. Which was another yeah. disaster as far as financially, right. but yeah. it was another science fiction movie that summer. Poltergeist, another horror uh, movie. Yeah. Um, Conan the Barbarian, sci-fi fantasy movie. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior, Tron. These are all... Four the, years old this year, which is crazy. That's yeah, a that's wild. Big, big hitting year. Yes. <laughs> and not only is that this movie came out two weeks after ET, which Carpenter kind of yeah. Uh, I, w- I watched the commentary and he's like, I kind of maybe people were not ready for an evil alien. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we were really you know people were really enjoying the cute cuddly alien yeah. that Steven mm-hmm. Spielberg had just made. You know, of course, uh, ET is a fantastic movie, but yeah. I think people were really put off by this movie's nihilistic tone and the fact that it is so dark, so gruesome. I think it really put off people. The the practical effects in themselves, while brilliant, Mm -hmm. could turn a lot of people off, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, just go talk to Hannah. She hated it because of that. We were watching last night. She's like, what the hell (laughs) are you watching? I was like, this is a classic. But what's funny is that her dad walked in and he was like, oh, The Thing, it's a great movie. And I was just like, can you at least understand? Everybody I've shown this movie to has really liked it. So I feel mm-hmm. I feel happy about that fact. You know, I'm not, and I don't recommend it to just like people who I consider horror buffs or, yeah. um, right. you know, only interested in gory or, you know, it's, I think it can attract a bigger audience than it maybe seems like it would on the surface. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is pretty. Well, this movie, like, the thing is that even when you take the practical stuff out, it's still a really fascinating film to me. Mm-hmm. And I think it does a, like a really good job of, as we've, we've, we've said in the past, of sort of keeping you on your toes. Mm-hmm. Um, even how it starts. Like I had something s- sort of spoiled to me about how if you actually know what the Norwegians say, yes. like they tell you basically what's going to happen in the mm-hmm. movie, like what's happening. So I, and this is all kind of going back to the fact that I watched this at 29 years old knowing what it is already. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for me to be like, oh, I was so surprised because I knew what it was. So you're watching that dog run up and you're like, that's the thing? B- mm-hmm. Well, after <laughs> after about like a minute or two of seeing them chase it, I was like, oh, okay. Because like, I, I was like, this is... Because I genuinely I was watching it and I was like, this is not what I thought was going to yeah. start. But, but mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, it's that's got to be it. That's got to be the thing. Um, it's very unexpected to see someone chasing a dog and trying yeah, to kill the dog. Yeah, I was dog. like, right, what yeah. is this? Yeah. is interesting. Um, but, uh, like, from then on, like, even if there was no body horror, no crazy effects, still the knowledge of, like, it can be anybody, it can be anything, right. is really fascinating. And it's really well done because you can kind of see them all sort of slowly just, like, descend into madness almost. Yeah, they're just, like, like, getting worse and worse and worse. Where yeah. he, he shoots somebody in the head who yes. ends up not being the thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, th- I thought that's a really interesting idea of like, well, who's the thing? Maybe it's actually us. Yeah. It's like walking dead. We're the zombies. Right. We're the walking dead. I'm oh, just kidding. Shit. No, I'm just We're kidding. always on our freaking but, phones. Yeah. But, but that's a really, it's a really interesting thing where, you know, like the, the tension's so high that any sort of thing can set anybody off. That was yeah. really I also like just how, we're introduced to this like very um, pretty big cast of yeah. male, you right. know, fig- like all men, mm-hmm. um, all very different characters. And of course you can't give, 
you know, monologues or huge scenes to every single one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But each of them have like a couple of lines, but you, each character is so well defined within yeah. those couple lines. Like these guys have this kind of report, you yeah. know, I know who to try, who's the leader of these guys yeah. mm-hmm. who wants to be the leader, yeah. uh, who thinks they're the leader, but you know, maybe you're, being, right. you know, I just really like how the dynamics are so well established. Yeah. Um, you know, cause without having to be like, I am, X and yeah. I yes. am friends with Y. Yeah, there's not like some new guy they're like explaining each person to. Right. Yeah. Like it's a, for us. Um, hey, cool. you were never the same after your wife died. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in, in, like those kind of films, I can always appreciate when a movie like treats the audience like we're smart enough to figure it out mm-hmm. and be like, mm-hmm. hey, we, we can throw you guys into this world. Um, but it, it it is a big cast, and it, mm-hmm. like there's some in the first few scenes, like the cast, we just keep meeting new people, and each time, and I, I thought it was gonna be like, oh, it's like a handful of them, but in reality, it's a pretty big ensemble of people. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So what's the first? Well, then sign so is the dog. The dog. Yeah. I think well, it's dog. they go to the Norwegian base, and then they find oh, it's like yeah, yeah, shelled yeah. out, and it's completely like they find this gory. Uh, that was crazy. The, yeah. the, the like frozen blood. Yes. That was wild. Yeah. So there's a guy in there who uh, probably committed suicide. Yeah. Right. Um, once he found out, you know, he might be a thing, or he might one of his buddies might be the thing. Um, so they find that, and they're like, "Why did this guy kill himself? Why yeah. has this place been exploded?" And mm-hmm completely bombed out um that was actually the set of the movie that they blew up and they kind of went back to it after oh that's oh, really? the end of the movie yeah. so they just kind of went back awesome. to that and kind of redressed it as the norwegian vase that's instead. cool yeah um and they find the, the big like ice they find a corpse in, yeah. in there but all the organs are sort of that, shuffled around yeah so just none of them were like the doctor was like, oh, it has all the organs, but none of them were connected. He was just they, pulling them out. Right. <laughs> it's like if everything was compressed into one area, it's like right. you've had your heart, liver, lungs all in one place that they all shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. So well, all, all, they know it's human, but they don't recognize yeah, it as human. So like, yeah. Um, someone explained this to me. So, like, that was not because <clears throat> it looks like two people like melded together almost mm-hmm. in some areas and then this weird, you know, con- you know contorted. Hands and limbs and like they're elongated and stuff, but that's not a person being fused with another person. That's the thing trying to create new copies. Uh, possibly, is yeah. that what it is? I think part that's part of the fun is yeah. that we don't know what it is. Okay. Uh, you know, is it? We gotta watch the prequel, I guess. <laughs> I don't really. Know. <laughs> I'm just uh, I don't know if we do, Hunter. No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but. It probably answers that because prequels do that. I think it does. Yeah. I, I, answer unnecessary I saw questions. some picture and I was like, oh, um, it could man. also be the, cause they, they say that the thing absorbs something to like learn how to replicate it. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it could have been like absorbing it and then emulating it at the same time. Yeah, and that's like when they found it and burned yeah. it. Yeah. Which, which kind we, of ties into once they, once the dog. Right. That's what I was going to say. It's in the pen. That's man. That, I remember watching that when I was seven. <laughs> it's still pretty disturbing. Now. It's very oh, disturbing. Yeah, yeah. Each, um, when all the when all the little thing, tentacles come out, and, each uh, time it happens, it's very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there's like the, the part where the dog is like covered in like it's like a dog that's like half eaten yes, almost. Yes. It looks like it's like covered in digestive fluid or yes. something. Yeah, it, it it looked like it looked like to me it was a dog that like had been like someone threw acid on it. And yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. it was like slowly just like melting away. 
That was very sad. It's very yeah. It's, it's, int- very it's intense. Um, shout out Rob Bottin. Um, he this was like one of his breakthrough uh, movies. I can see why. Yeah, uh, he was a disciple of Stan Winston, who's been like uh, one of the big puppet uh, rubbers, mm-hmm. practical effects kind of guys in the industry. He's made like everything from like I think American Werewolf in London was probably his okay. big one. I don't know if you've guys seen that one. Yeah. Um, but Stan Winston also made the dog puppet that kind of ascends into the rafters a little bit. Right. The one that has that claw that kind of reaches into the roof. Um, he actually made that. I was controlling it under. Um, huh. It's like the one that's like brown looking and has a right. like dog face. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of the most messed up looking things. I just love how everything in this movie looks gooey, slimy. Yeah. Like, and it's like you can't replicate that through computers. No, like you, you can't. can't like if something you can try to make something look like it's wet, glossy, mm-hmm. you know, but you kind of can just tell with your eyes. Right. But if something is like covered in, you know, ectoplasm or Goop, something, right. yeah, it's uh, it's it's gonna show up on camera. It reminds me of of uh, when we watched the original Dune. Yeah. And uh, Baron, <laughs> I can't. Sorry. Harkonnen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harkonnen. He's all gross with all the pu- like the pussy, like ugh, it, like his whole. He was very disgusting. Domain is gross like that. It and that was also extremely unsettling. And it's because it's done in a practical way. It's not like like you're saying. If it, you can you can make something look wet through CG, right. but it's not it's not that. It's just not the same. <laughs> just not the same. That's why I don't like the new Baron. He's too clean. Uh, he's literally yeah. bathing all the time. Why yeah, your your argument has really gained a foothold with me because at first I was like, oh, this is great, you know? And then you were like, ah, oh, this is actually my least favorite part of the film. And now I see where you're coming from. Yeah, it's not that I don't think, I, obviously the 84 Dune is not a masterpiece by any means, but I think they got the, the Baron right above, above everything. That movie yeah. was wild, yeah. man. That movie was crazy. Um, but no, I, I it's there's definitely like a, Sorry, I was actually looking at pictures of the thing while I was talking, so I didn't hear <laughs> Which a lot of that. Thing? Which, yeah. Uh, well, this one is there's there's multiple. Uh, oh, I can't go back. It was the mm. dog, and then um, I don't know his name, but when they they do the blood test, when his face like sort of falls apart, mm-hmm. and then the famous spider head. Yes. One. Um, uh, that that scene to me, because I know we're, we're sort of harping on the on the effects right now, but that scene to me where, where the guy's head like crawls away. Oh yeah, and like falls. I was like, well, "How? Like, how are they doing this? This is yeah. crazy." Um, it's it's well, definitely it's, worth watching. How I mean, Botine goes into extreme detail. I think it's called "Terror Takes Shape." Is the documentary that's the making of, um, and it's on like every DVD or Blu-ray copy of yeah. it. Yeah, um, okay. Definitely worth watching because they they go of course into lots of details about yeah. how it actually works, and it's fascinating. Like some stuff they do with like reverse cameras. It's like. Because now all you need is a green screen and a computer to figure yeah. out how to... You can right. make it work, but the, all the trick photography they used to have to use, you know, the yeah. puppets, mm-hmm. the stuff could... I feel like I maybe talked about this with you guys before, but, like, stuff could go wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. So I feel like that's what makes old movies more engaging to me is that, like, okay, someone had to run away from that explosion or they would die. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah. this is like a, like a one-shot yeah. done. You got one take of this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like that, I don't know. It's just so... I, I think, f- for me, though... I, what's his name? I don't know the, the, the guy's name. Um, one of the first times that we see it sort of start moving around is when it takes over somebody. The Bennings. Bennings. Yeah. 
when he like runs out and then you see his hand come down and mm-hmm. his, one of his hands is like super crazy wiry looking. yeah and he like has this Growls. crazy like growl scream yeah. um that's when I like that's when I was really I was just like this is this would have been like disturbing. I, I would have been really like effed up if it yeah. was the eighties. I'd be like, this is messed up, man. Mm-hmm. You could probably see that in your nightmares. Yeah, like that that's, particular image. That's yeah. a really, really crazy, that's also crazy kind of shot. Of re- reminiscent of a shot from Invasion of the Body Snatchers at the end is of it? with Donald Sutherland. He kind of points and does this big like with his <laughs> mouth. It makes me wonder if I had seen both of them you when I was have. young and I just conflated yeah. the two, right? I mean, in your in your defense, Invasion of the Body Snatchers is about uh, beings that replicate humans okay. perfectly. So, I mean, honestly, it's not beyond the right. pale to conflate those. Um, but I think another part of this movie that I really love is the fact that you never know what the thing looks like. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I think if I look back at a movie like Alien, great movie, mm-hmm. like, you know, no disrespect towards Alien, but at the end of the day, you know what the xenomorph looks like. Right. And once you know what the xenomorph looks like, the movie immediately becomes less scary. Yeah. Um, so the fact that it is this sort of unknowable alien entity that never has a definite shape, I mm-hmm. think that contributes to, like, I think Carpenter never wanted it to be a man in a rubber suit running right. around. Um, we love man in a rubber suit. We love Godzilla. Yep. We love all yep. those kind of movies. But yep. when it's just some sort of puppet, when it goes for everything from a puppet to a real person to... Mm-hmm half of a person yeah that's what makes it more unknowable like i liked that in nope too where it was like yeah. the uh the alien feels so alien because you're right. like what am i i can't even comprehend this being that i'm looking at yeah, yeah. and on that same note in in nope in the very end where it transforms into this crazy big thing yeah for me i was just like okay yeah it's, it's, it becomes a little bit less scary that's it that's the thing I was impressed by it, but yeah, at the same time, I mean, it, you, you beautiful. Do, it is a reveal. Yeah. So automatically. Right. It wasn't once it, once there me. is a reveal, sometimes it's just like, okay, that's what it looks like. Well, I was just thinking of Predator. Like, when yeah. it's invisible, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. And you see it, and it's like, you look badass, but I know what you look like now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but yeah, this one was, that, 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 was, that, that was good. You want to talk about the tentacle things? Well, I mean, we've talked about little tentacle things and the practical effects, and you said to check out the, uh, the what would you uh Terror take shape. Terror it's like, take shape, it's, yeah. It's, uh, like the behind the scenes, pretty comprehensive documentary yeah. behind the scenes of but the thing. Can you give me like a, if you are able to, like a brief synopsis of that in particular? Yeah, yeah. So there's like the mass, like the and gooey mass, and then all of these tentacles come out, and mm-hmm. I can tell that this is a shot. It's not right. You know, added after it's not post production mm-hmm. or anything like that. So how? So my understanding was he had like little whips under the stage okay um and if i'm not mistaken they filmed it in reverse so they were wiggling them uh, and they pulled them back okay, through it the floor lo- it looked yeah it didn't okay. look natural mm-hmm. like right. it did look like someone was going mm-hmm. that makes yeah. sense that's yeah. crazy it's. I mean, it was very effective. Every time those yeah. little things came out and they came out like three times during the movie right it's just very unsettling to me yeah so well it's it's funny too because this is and this is not this could be part of the new segment, but like, maybe think about it. Uh, Christian Bale came out and was asked about shooting he, gore. He was gore. And um, have you seen Love and Thunder? Don't care to. Yeah. It's a, it Good was, call. It was. My that. mom hated it. Yeah. Well, there you go. It has to be for my mom. <laughs> I was yeah. like to say. <laughs> yeah. But uh, somebody asked him about like, what That's was all it, you need to know. What was it like being gore? And he was like, what do you mean? I was just on a green screen. And, and he said, he said, it was. 
And I, I, I genuinely don't think he meant to be like a dick about it. I'm not saying he was, but he was like, that was the, it's the definition of like monotony. Sure. Um, and I just think about like, the not fact even, that these guys were in British Columbia and Alaska, like, yes, living but like, together and not even to that. hike up the mountain. But back. they probably had something to react to. Sure. And I'm not even saying from the actor standpoint, but like as a filmmaker, like it would be, and I'm not a filmmaker by any means. I do get to work with cameras, but I don't make films. But if I was just like, hey, man, you know, there's going to be this big thing. There's a scary monster over there. Like over here, just react to that. But it's just a green screen. Like that's that's less inspiring for me behind a camera too. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's the commercial that's on TV right now where the guy's like, ah, yes. I'm an alien and I'm climbing up the wall. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so like the ingenuity and like the the thought process behind every single shot and how to make it work mm-hmm. um, to shoot it backwards mm-hmm. and play it backwards yeah. to give it the effect. That's a lost thing. And that's what's sad to me, and this is a different conversation, is that when people, when modern audiences see that kind of stuff now, a lot of times they go, oh, that looks terrible. It looks fake. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, fake that's L, not mid ratio. That, that's not the point. I hate the word mid. I hate <laughs> mid, dude. It's so bad. I'm guilty of it. But it's yeah. sad because, like, you know, like that's something that um, uh, me and my friend Corey at work were having this conversation. We're, we're like, this, we're like, almost raising not uh, not us but like the zeitgeist and culture are like raising a generation of film viewers who only want content they don't really want yeah. films they want oh, get out of here scorsese they want they want marvel and they want <laughs> there was there was yeah. some, there was something that he, he showed me that was some comment on a movie it wasn't the thing but it was something like it and talking mm. about how the movie was so bad and then you go to their letterbox and they're for their top two films are like Avengers and the Rise of Skywalker sure. right and it's just like well you aren't you don't want this kind of movie because it's not just a popcorn yeah. content movie and it, we're having a really bad moment in um, media literacy I think where mm-hmm. also I think um, this is getting way in the weeds but you know because People feel helpless about the, the political situation that yeah. they're in. The mm-hmm. only political um, action that they do is the what they consume. Um, yeah. So people talk about, you know, well, y- if you watch the Dahmer show, you're a bad person. And it's like, well, you could, because we can't affect change in our own lives, we yeah. kind of have to resort to sort of policing each other and saying, oh, y- you know, you consume good media, therefore you are good. If you yes. consume bad media, you are bad. Like, yeah. Yep. So I think there's a very wide conversation about uh, how we consume art and what it says about us. And I think, you know. Well, also, like, um, and I know that I'm, like, rambling, but... Uh, also, like, what art's role is. Mm-hmm. Because there are people who, I remember I was uh, talking to a guy about, it was like Jurassic World Dominion, which is not a good movie, okay? It, it wasn't. What? It wasn't very good. <laughs> well, You're telling me? We didn't. <laughs> Zach, did, did Colin you? Colin Trevor. Did, did, did you like it? It was something. Yeah. but It had too much, it had too much, like, ham-fisted dinosaur drama where it's like the, the dinosaur is sad. Oh, it's like, I don't want the dinosaur to be sad. Don't to, uh, please don't take me seriously. That was one of the worst movies I've ever well, seen. Well, no, no, yeah, no. But yeah. somebody told me that it was too uh, politically charged. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, bro, I don't know what movie you saw. But well, I will what say, I saw, because of the but, lo- but were they saying because it was a black person in it, that it was woke? Must be. But yeah. the, the, the whole point is I was like saying, I told him, I was like, dude, I said, this is like f- films... 
good films say something. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you go to a movie and it didn't tell you something, mm-hmm. whether you like it or didn't like it, it did, didn't do its job. Right. And people want, um, it's same with like athletes or like uh, musicians where they're just like, don't have an opinion, just do your thing, sure. do your art thing. And it's just like, that's not art what is inherently art political. is. Yeah. And yeah. so, anyways, has this, been. Is a, this is a different conversation. No, um, yeah. But going back to like, it's sad when someone's like, this is a crap movie. And it's like, well, if you knew what went into making this movie and like the the process of that, you could at least appreciate it. Yeah. You would hope. Maybe not. Yeah. I would hope so, at least. Um, Martin Scorsese came out this week. He introduced a film at the New York Film Festival. Um, and he mentioned how box office has kind of driven all yes. conversations around movies recently. And it makes sense because the monopolization of the movie industry onto Disney, um, you know, uh, Warner media, yeah. uh, you know, very few st- film studios exist now, Paramount, but, mm-hmm. um, the conversation around them always goes down to box office. Mm-hmm. And what happened, what is happening is essentially the studio system is eating itself alive. Yeah. Um, where the mid budget movie no longer exists. He said mid. The mid budget movie no longer means. exists. Right. Um, Netflix is just a repert, you know, dump for content. Um, you know, people don't go to the movies anymore. I don't know about you guys. I go to the movies and I feel like there aren't many people in there anymore. There are when it's Marvel. I guess. There yeah. are when it's... Yeah. There were a lot of people for Smile. That's the Horror movies are the only thing yeah. keeping the industry alive right well, now. Well, because yeah. it's... That, it's an experience in the theaters. Which, exactly. Going back <clears> to <throat> what I was saying a few weeks ago about, you know, like, it was... Scared like haha! It's like that's part of the fun oh, is yeah, going yeah, to the theater. Absolutely. Man, I saw that thing in Dolby at uh, an AMC theater. Oh, wow, <laughs> it was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> just because of the 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 depth of the it's sound. Very loud. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was oof. <laughs> yeah, but continue. Sorry. Yeah, no. Um, that's that's just what I'm yep. what felt about the industry, the way it's going. I feel like. You know, and it's funny because this movie was a box office mm-hmm. failure. Yeah, you know, but mm-hmm. it could exist. And Carpenter went on to make you know many classic films after this. Right. Um, but he was you know iced out of a lot of the major studios because this was such a. Um, but mid budget movies were allowed to exist. And when you look at the failure, the quote unquote failure of this movie, it's like it you know didn't cost as much as you know movies are getting exorbitantly more and more expensive yeah. to make. Sure. So the profit margins have to be insanely high for movies to be profitable. So it has to have everything in it. And th- I think yeah. of things like Disney where they have to okay, well we have to appeal to everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's the most milk toast liberal thing we can say that is a, like nice enough that's not going to offend people. Yeah. But it's like. But still it, counts. Right. Yeah. But like, because they have to speak for so many people, you're going to get people who say, it's so woke, it's stu- it sucks. Yeah. You know, that there's LGBT people in, yeah. in Pixar movies. and But other people are over here like, this is it? Like, someone, ki- like, there's like a random kiss in a movie that yeah. like now it's supposed to be of political that's, significance. That's representation? Is, right. that, is yeah. that what representation is? That, exactly. yeah. that was literally uh, Red Skywalker, where it was like, oh, yeah. like back in the background, if you can catch it. Right. Like the same <laughs> so yeah. It's just like that. That doesn't really count. Anyway, yeah. back to the movie. Back to the sorry, movie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I thought something that was really interesting. I listened to, so the first time I watched this was just normal, but the second time I watched it with a commentary by John Carpenter mm-hmm. and Kurt Russell. Okay. Highly recommend if you have a second time yeah. to watch it. It's awesome. Um, they're having a blast talking about the movie. Um, but Carpenter talks about how 
in the early 80s, there was a, there was the whispers of this thing called the AIDS virus. Mm. And they, like, you know, think of the early days of COVID where we knew nothing about this yeah. virus. We mm-hmm. didn't know um, the symptoms. We didn't know who had it. We didn't know um, how it, like, showed up in people, like, who, what kind of people would get it. Yeah. Um, so he kind of, influ- like, infused that into the script a little bit because, and that's why this made such a great COVID like yeah, yeah. early COVID isolation kind oh, of movie yeah. was sure. that you sort of had that same feeling of like, oh, I don't know who to trust. Right. Yeah. The paranoia starts going up. The distrust of other people, like you know, mm-hmm. it's like it feels more familiar to us now. Yeah. Oh, we definitely. can actually understand. Yes. Like I watched The Shining during COVID, and I was like, oh, this makes sense now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes makes isolation. it a completely different movie. But I just thought that was really fascinating. That is fascinating. Do you know anything about my responsibilities? Sorry. <laughs> um. I, I mean, I personally love films like that. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Never had one of these these Tapo Chico's. It's yeah. very carbonated. Um, it's a hard seltzer. I yeah. Uh, I, I've always loved films. Like, I don't like feeling like I could outsmart the movie. Oh, yeah. Unless I'm supposed to know something. I don't want to be like... Dramatic irony. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I watched um, Malignant the other day. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. B- bad movie. Okay. Sorry. Unfortunately, I really wanted to like it. I know some, a lot of my friends are like, well, it's really great. Yeah. I clocked the twist so early that, and I'm not a big, like, I, I don't, I'm really stupid when it comes yeah. to figuring out the twists in movies. I'm really bad at predicting where movies go. And I also liked being surprised. I don't like being, yeah. I don't like guessing the twist. I think yeah. that's it more so. That I don't you, like you, guessing You it. want to experience it as it goes along. Some people sit in the theater and from the first five minutes, they're, they're trying already, yes. to figure it out. They're yeah. trying to pin it down. Like M. Night Shyamalan, I love go- riding along with yeah. him wherever he yeah. goes. Right? Wherever the wave goes. Yeah, just ride with it. Yeah. Um, maybe it's on, maybe it's not. But, <laughs> uh, you know... I clocked the, the twist in Malignant so early. Yeah. And the rest of the movie is so dumb, it didn't make up for it. Um, yeah. But, I don't know. That, uh, yeah, this movie, is the, it doesn't really have the opportunity. Yeah, and I, right. like, I wouldn't have guessed how it was going to end. Like, I would have expected some sort of resolution. But I also, like I was saying, oh, like... a resolution. Well, yes, but, like, the... But the... Um, the... Trying to figure out who is, who is what. Yeah. I... Frankly, failed at it. But mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, okay." And you're um, not meant to. Like the moments where you see uh, the shadow of or someone in the room, and the dog goes into the room, and you're like, "Who? Mm-hmm. Who is that?" Yeah. And you never find out who it was. Yeah. Right. I think it's Clark because he works with the dogs. Well, see, but you don't actually know that. In, you know, you don't actually know what that person. Well, not only like. that, but if we're under the assumption that the dog went in there and did the thing thing right? that night, Clark is the one that gets shot in the head, and it turns He's out not to a thing. not a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Well, what's funny <laughs> too is that um, I like how th- this uh, the, the, this film that's so gruesome and gory and gross, frankly, mm-hmm. still takes the time to not show you things mm-hmm. like like that, where it's like, because I, I remember I was watching it and I was like, is that is he a thing? Is mm-hmm. that person did it start? Has it started? Mm-hmm. Or is it still just like normal? Um, and the parts I make, but I forgot what it was. Or think about think about how many films or how many directors could have the when they go to get uh, I can't remember the doctor's name who's been in isolation for, by himself Blair, Blair mm-hmm. for like Wilford a couple Brimley. days. 
Yeah. So Blair, when they go to get him and they discover like the tunnel that he's dug out, mm-hmm. like how many films they would have gone down there and have been like, ha, ah, I am the thing. The, yeah. That would have been yeah. like the great, the grand reveal scene where it would have been down there by the like makeshift spaceship and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. No, they left yeah. it. They left it very. Uh, well, also like the little things like they peeked in on him and like, I don't think anybody ever pointed it out in the film, but there's a, he, there's a noose. Yeah. He like has a noose there. And I was just like, Mm-hmm. Is, right. is he the thing or is he like he's worried he might be the or thing. is he, he going himself? crazy because yeah. he thinks he's the thing or yeah. is it but he's the thing right yeah P- he pretty is. sure okay. he's the yeah. thing yeah. he's the head that falls off right mm-hmm. no 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 because no. okay. yeah. they lock him up and they never let him out yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. yeah. oh yeah because then he gets out and that's that's the final act yes. he's right like he's the final confrontation okay, yeah, it yeah. is kind of it is kind of a conf- final confrontation with Blair but it's like but it's done in a different way yeah but but even on that same note, like that, the the guy at the very end, it's it's not Childs. Who is it? It's uh, uh is it Nalls? No, Nalls. Oh yeah. Well, he, well, yeah. Uh, but like Nalls, like, just walks into a room, mm-hmm. and then he's gone. There's not like some crazy scream or like big bang that yeah. you hear, like, oh, they got him. No, mm-hmm. he's just gone. There's not. And I I've enjoyed how this film, and I, I think it's sort of the same, like, because I'm I'm. Honestly, I think I've only ever seen this and then Halloween for Carpenter stuff. But even in the first Halloween, there's not like it's it's very good at not showing you things mm-hmm. sometimes where it's like I don't have to see everything. It's almost scarier if you just if 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 he turns around and then he's just by himself. Yeah. And it's like, oh, right. shit, like what's happening? Yeah. I think people like modern audiences kind of criticize and unfairly that Halloween's not very gory or like by modern standards, yeah, right? Yeah. It's more suspenseful, right? And yeah, it builds sure. out tension so well. And, you know, I think this movie has built out tension, but also has a lot of gore. It definitely has the gore. And uh, maybe people would be more kinder to it. <laughs> um, Did you guys yeah. like the score? Oh, I love oh, yeah. the score. Yeah. yeah it's, it didn't like, I'm cause I, I see your hat mm-hmm. uh, and I immediately think of the Halloween theme. Yeah. Obviously. Um, it didn't have that sort of like, like I, I can't like recall a melody from the movie, but mm-hmm. I remember like watching at the end and it was so integral to being like just the emotion. The pulsating. Of it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For the people who aren't in the room with us, what does Ethan's hat say? Ethan's hat, well, because they'll see it on Instagram. Yeah. It says oh, yeah, music right. by John Carpenter. This is from Super Yaki Shop. They're really cool, um, like independent. Uh, they yeah. make t-shirts, hats and stuff like that that are cool. based on films that they really like. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, they're really fun. Um, but... The score for this movie was done by Ennio Morricone, um, which is unusual for a John Carpenter movie. He scored most of his movies that he did um, on his own, which I love his very yeah, synth mm-hmm. electronic scores. Um, of course, Halloween's the most iconic, but you know, Prince of Darkness, yeah. The Fog, um, right. They Live, like lots of great scores. Ennio Morricone, of course, did The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I was going to um, say, when I hear his name, I think of those... Ecstasy of Gold. Right. Yeah, like a classic um, Italian composer. <laughs> Um, he actually, a lot of, so Carpenter only used a little bit of music in this movie, like compared mm-hmm. to how, you know, other movies that Murkarney is like a big composer, like he yeah, does like right. full scores for lots of movies, but this movie doesn't need a lot of score. Yeah. You mm-hmm. kind of want to be in there in the moment with the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of the unused music for this movie, um, was repurposed by, uh, by Morricone in the hateful eight, uh, oh. Quentin Tarantino, which he did compose for that movie. Um, in addition to. Adding, repurposing yeah. cues from this movie. That's, That's cool. Yeah, That's which is cool. another movie set in uh, one location yeah. right. in the middle of winter. 
yeah. characters, you know, turning on each other, right. twists. You that's know. super fat. That's that cool? that's cool. That's, yeah. that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I there's nothing in this. Okay, actually, here. Well, so I was, I was thinking of the Hateful Eight during this film because at, at a certain point in the Hateful Eight, they're using the lines to get from building to building because yes. there's there's so much like the blizzards going on and. Anyways, continue. No, no, it's fine. I actually haven't seen, seen that movie. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't seen... I have seen a lot of Tarantino stuff. That's up there for me in terms of yeah. Tarantino. I may be in, alone in that opinion, but I think his last it, two movies have been great. It's a slow burn, and I know yes. a lot of people weren't a fan of how long it took for... I mean, to me, the movie, it was great from the get-go, yeah. but for a lot of people, uh, it didn't start for like an hour, yeah. you know, and, you know... It, it does take a while to get to where it's going, but mm-hmm. there's also an extended cut, and I was like, "Yeah, this is a little bit too long." But I did see the movie <laughs> twice, okay, uh, on 70 millimeter when it came out. And That's awesome. Both of those were really fun experiences. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen. I didn't. I didn't even seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood either. But oh, really? it's yeah. also I'm like behind. Quentin Tarantino is a is a big name that people will go to the theater to see his movies, even if they haven't necessarily seen all of his filmography. Yes, and like. I've seen Reservoir Dogs, so like I'm I'm perfectly fine with like a dialogue heavy <laughs> film. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think yeah. If you ride with Tarantino, you ride with him. Like I don't think there's you know That's right. Like yeah, I feel like <laughs> some people are like, you know, maybe once upon a time in Hollywood is like if you love Tarantino, you'll love it. If mm-hmm. you don't, maybe yeah. not. Um, I was gonna say there's there's only one little sequence in this in this film that I was just like, that didn't make any sense to me. But I also knew what it was doing for the plot okay and for the film so i was like that's fine mm-hmm. it's it's fine and it was the random like uh like doomsday test of like how fast could this <laughs> yeah. take over the planet and i was <laughs> like what software is he on <laughs> like yeah what is he running how is he putting in like what is this like algorithm or equation it's that like he's a running computer game yeah um but yeah, like, but like, like the, he, the pandemic, like, yeah, like pandemic iPhone game. Yeah. <laughs> Even in that, I was just like, I was like, okay, like I get what it's doing, but right. I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. sure, whatever. No, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Where it's like, what is? How did he get to this? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, doing this computer thing, but at the same time, it, what it does obviously is it establishes, okay, this thing could absolutely take over the world. Yeah, uh, sure. Within you know, very short span of time, if it was, uh, if it made it to the mainland, it was like. 27,000 hours, yes. some of that. Yeah, which I don't, I never did the math on that, but not that's not that long. This doesn't feel like that Keep long. Keep talking, I'm okay. going <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, I, I love Wilford Brimley in this movie. I think, uh, you know, J- Carpenter talks about how he was just such a badass. Like, he's from, like, you know, cowboy movies. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, a, Carpenter's such a big fan of westerns yeah. uh, in general. He never made a western, but... A lot of his movies have Western vibes, including this one a little bit. Which makes it sense why he would bring on Morricone, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Huge um, fan of, you know, Westerns. And, and it's just over three years. Okay. So. Yeah. So, I mean. I was thinking it's, it's more than a thousand days. That's about yeah. how long COVID's been going on. So. Yeah. It's 3.08 years. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I just love Brimley in this because I, one of my favorite parts is that when he's doing the autopsy on, uh, and he just... Just got it. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> there was oh yeah. There was like one part where he's. He, I, I'm not sure which because it's it's not the humanoid thing. I think it might be. It's like the dog. It thing. might be the dog yeah. thing where he like goes up to it. He just like takes a breath. He's just like. And it's like, like then it has to go, and it's just like yeah, right, it is steaming. Like steam coming off of this thing, and he's slimy. He like pulls a hood back, and there's like another right limb yeah. that he's like, what am I even looking at? And yeah. it's, he's just. Like, 
<laughs> like, I, I would be doing saying even worse, but he, yeah. he sells yeah. it so well. There was well. that one part too where when uh, um, who's who's whose head is it? Who's the guy that his head crawls away? Uh, it's uh, is that Biddings? Is that Biddings? Norris. Norris. Yeah. When his head's crawling away. Someone goes, you've got to be fucking kidding yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, the best lines. I was just like, yep, man. Kurt <laughs> like, Russell was losing it in the commentary. He was going, ha, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> he was going nuts. And, like, he was not scared at all He's because he's, yeah. he's been in the movie. But yeah. he's just laughing his head off, literally, yeah. you know, in uh, that scene. Yeah, cause, just because, like, that's something. Because that, I, I remember seeing that years ago and being like, what is this from? And then mm-hmm. seeing it happen, I was just like, this is horrifying. And they totally horrifying. ripped it off in um, It. I think it's chapter yeah. two. Yeah, chapter two. Do, he even says the line, you've got to be kidding. Like, really? Yeah. I so I, I've, when I, I saw chapter two once. I was watching doing something. You know when they go in the so house, bad. and when they go in the house, all kinds of weird stuff can happen. He can just like, yeah. the clown can like alter reality, basically. Unless we talk about those movies, I'm better. Yeah, <laughs> it, they do rip it off wholesale. Um, there's a one of the rooms that they go in, uh, his head grows spider legs and crawls towards them and someone says you've got to be fucking kidding me. Okay, yeah. really? I think it was Bill Hader actually. <coughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I actually quite enjoyed the first one. I, I it's think fine. It's yeah, I think it's, it's soured by the second one for me. Like yeah. I won't go back, back and watch the first one really? now for because sure. and now I think I look at that movie as like we talked about earlier you know just through text about how noises are scary or like yeah. they surprise you yeah. and like you're not actually scared you're just being startled right uh, and it was a big proponent like I was really j- like jangled I felt like my nerves were really jangled after I mm-hmm. came out of that movie but I wasn't very scared mm-hmm. and I feel like okay they did better than the TV movie version but sure yeah. it's not a good movie so that's what I, I was know. trying to talk to you like tell you guys about is where mm-hmm. like when I got scared I think you've always said it better than I have. It was just like that something made me jump. Right. It's surprising. But what he's saying is the opposite because he's saying that made me jump, but it didn't make me scared. Yes. You're saying. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it so made I me should, scared I because change, I. Ju- I should change the the like language I use because like smile. Differentiate between the feelings. Yeah. So right? like smile. I wasn't like I didn't leave going. I'm afraid now because mm-hmm. like I mean yeah there are some points where we're, we're scary but like some films like hereditary or like even this where I was like, that's like scary. Mm-hmm. Not in a way that I'm like, I'm comfortable seeing it and watching mm-hmm. this film. I'm not going to, I, and I appreciate what a movie, one of the best things about hereditary was that it didn't try to scare you. It just showed you what was there. Yeah. And that's like, that's enough. Mm-hmm. Um, the grandma in the attic, I was just like, fuck this. Oh my nope, gosh. I'm done. Mm-hmm. It, it, it didn't, sh- didn't go. Duh. Yeah, it, it it even showed you that she saw something before it showed you what it was, yep. and I was just like, right. I'm still just like tapping out. I'm done. Yeah. Um, and in this, re- re- well, speaking of you know jump scares, yeah. one of the best jump scares I think is the blood test. And that's yeah, the blood and test. That, and see, that's the thing. That's blood test me, got me. This yeah. one doesn't have jump scares, so when it does right. it, yes. you're not ready for it. And yeah. I was just like, yo, that got me good. So if you watch that scene again, um, uh. When uh, McCready is testing the blood, you can actually see his fake hand. But the first time they do it, it's normal. So you're okay. not ready for it. So it's ex- the shot looks exactly the same, but then the effects come on the second time. Okay, gotcha. So it, like, your, your brain has already told you that, oh, this is safe to look at. Yeah. yeah. But really what's happening is you're getting prepared to the the jumps that's why the jump scare is so effective yeah yeah like if you look at the side by side between the shots they're identical except the second time it goes Wah! like right and yeah. that's why it's so effective and it's like you can and if you look at it you can kind of see it's a little tiny oh, okay hand, yeah but it still looks real sure yeah 
I just love that scene. It's that like a classic me. scene. That one didn't get me. Got me too. Yep. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Because you, you have notes and stuff. We can just, <laughs> just keep going through it. But is there yeah. anything that you haven't missed? Because we're already at like an hour. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I just think it's been uh, fun to talk about this movie. Yeah. yeah. No, this one was... Oh, we used to talk about probably talk about the ending, I guess. Yes, Zach, we're gonna say something real fast. I was just gonna say, uh, why didn't they kill like when when dude was going at the all the computers with the axe and everything? I guess at that point they weren't in this thing needs to die right now mode. They right. were just in let's isolate people mode. But yeah. I wonder why quarantine. T- right quarantine. Yeah, I wonder why they weren't. <laughs> Maybe I would just be awful in these situations. But I wonder why they weren't often people. <laughs> Wasn't early, like, earlier wasn't on, he like, wasn't he mumbling something? Wasn't he like saying stuff? It's like it's not gonna get me, or it's not gonna get us. It's well, what's all of us. That's well, what it says. Right? Yeah, because yeah. he was like going. He was like taking an axe to the control mm-hmm. room, and like he was right. saying stuff. It wants I, to be us. It wants to be so all of us. Maybe yeah. they were thinking he just like lost it. Yes. He's not the thing. He just like he was saying. He was saying something like, like, "You think it just wanted to be a dog? No, it wants to be a human. Yeah, it yes. wants you to know, be human. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so the ending, I thought it was great. I thought it was really. Um, I know it pissed people off. Like, I went and saw something with Hannah recently. What was it? I don't know. But we were walking out, and it was an ending that was... No, it was Don't Worry, Darling. Oh, right. Um, And have you seen that yet? Don't care. Yeah. uh, The ending is like a cliffhanger type. better than I thought it would be, but... Yeah. I know. I was surprised that you liked it. I was really surprised. That movie pissed me off. Um, It was funny. It was funny. Like, I like when you go... You guys don't... Often disagree on movies, yeah. so I, you know. <laughs> oh, if Harry Styles is in it, <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the opposite. It's got nothing to do with Harry Styles, <laughs> um, but it ends in a like it ends in, like a black screen, and you hear a sound, so you don't know what's happened. And we were walking out. They gave it I, the soprano, and it and it and I heard somebody <laughs> saying like this family was talking. They're like, oh, I hate when a movie doesn't like tell you the ending. Like I want to know what happened, but mm-hmm. like it's like that's not the point. And so mm-hmm. this one I think is really uh, good job of just being like. Shit sucks. Yeah, and either one of us could be an alien. Right. I was thinking. I was <laughs> so. thinking about thirty minutes in. Um, they're not like. How are they going to get out? Right. Yeah. the The only way that they can be sure that they're not going to spread this to the the general population is if they all die. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really it is. I think films always take an interesting turn when somebody in the in the film realizes that. And it's like, a no-win scenario. I, I think it's yeah. just it's like, we're not getting out of this. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, if we care about literally anybody else on the planet, we're yeah. we, we cannot get out of this. Um, do you guys... Okay, sucks, well, but one of, a, a, a question that has to be asked, uh, do you think Childs was a thing? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. My When I was watching it, I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I also... You understand how obviously it could be. can't be sure right. by any by right. any stretch because it's why also, did he leave his post? It's also very convenient. To be why like, did he leave I got his post? lost in the storm randomly, yeah. and it's just like, did you or did I you? I went actually? after Blair. Yeah. Wasn't were, that what you were gonna do? Yeah. Right. So like, where? Yeah. What do you think? Do you think he's? I, th- I mean, I think he had to be a thing, but mm. I also like. Does it matter? <laughs> You're no, right. It doesn't yeah, matter. It, doesn't. Well, it does matter because if the thing survives. It's because so would know. it go back into one of those boxes? Like Probably. it was in like a cryogenic, yeah, box of some kind, right? Sure. Just to hibernate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> but that's I, just that's, like super that, simplify it. But that's like what I got from it, right? What it is, I think. Box coming out of the ground, and you know, I didn't have of. a better word for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
This so, is saying, sorry, this is saying that it's still like, you know, because there was. What is this? Is this like. This is Google. This was. Uh, okay. Wasn't it uh, Wasn't it Blade Runner? Where it's like. Uh, it's interesting that Blade Runner and the thing both have very ambiguous. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think Harrison Ford, somebody came, came out, out and said, year. like, oh, yeah, like he's a. Replicant. He's a, he, yeah, yeah. He's, he is a replicant. Mm-hmm. He's not whatever, whatever. I like that 2049 did not answer that. Yes, but I also think that it's interesting because no one from the film has come out and said, oh, yeah, he's a thing or not. So it's still right. like a maybe. Yeah. Sorry, I was Googling stuff. It's, no, very, it's way less interesting <laughs> to, to put. I mean, obviously, I, I am wanted the to thing. Ask, I wanted to ask you guys because it's, yeah. fun, to, it's yeah. fun to th- think about. Right. I think it's, but a, it's a, never going to be really be yeah. known and it's not necessary. Like the, the whole replicate thing is kind of dumb anyway. Cause right. Like, right. Like way when the wasn't the point of that movie to live your life? Yeah, I definitely feel like when I was watching it, I didn't feel like he was the thing. Like my gut was like, okay, they're both. But I also see my gut was that he was the thing. Really? Why did he leave his post? You know, True. like why if why was he chasing Blair? Because his orders were if Blair comes in here, yeah, kill him. My gut was saying that he wasn't, but my gut was also saying that like this isn't like it's not done. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I'm trying to think about how the last sequence happened because Kurt Russell could have become it somehow. I, I'm not sure if we see him and then lose sight of him and then we see him again. Right. I'm not sure what the sequence is. I have to watch it again. But I'm sure when Universal greenlights the thing too. Yeah. Oh, we'll my God. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else that we, we want to add real quick on the thing? No? It All is. right. Well, Ethan, you get to do the honors, so we have to ask you, but is the thing good? Oh, man, this is going to be a tough one, but <laughs> considering it is one of the best movies of all time, yeah. Yeah? Would it be recipient? Okay, I, I understand the Golden Good goes to new releases. Would The yeah. Golden Good does not we, necessarily the, have to The Golden go. Good has no actual guidelines yet, okay. so whatever we I kind of like do. that it's, I mean, I don't think you guys would go back and watch a really bad movie yeah. from the 80s or whatever, right. so I, you can be like, yeah, it's a good. It's like it's probably good. Yeah. But it, you know, Golden Good be like, this is the movie we just saw and it's great and it's the first it, movie. It, it might be like the best film that we do this year. Maybe. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. I like that. As of right now, it's just new releases. I don't I don't, I don't even know it has to be the best movie that we've done. It might be like our f- Sometimes there can be a movie that's like objectively good, but I like this one more. Well, so maybe sure. our favorite. We, we like could have categories. This is like an award show. Oh, yeah. yeah that'd be, that's categories. a good idea. Yeah. We could like, do what's like, your favorite old release that you guys Yeah, we could do like mm-hmm. our yeah. favorite mm-hmm. movie. We could do like the best movie, new movie. Are you nominating this film for the Golden Globe? Uh, I mean, if I can. Yeah. The, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Nominate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Zach, nominated. How about you? Boom. The heat and the thing. Do you think the thing is good? Yeah, I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. You've heard it here, guys. The thing is good. Phenomenal. What do phenomenal. you think? I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was really, really great. Would it be a golden? A golden? I think it's definitely, uh, definitely up there. It would. I'd have to figure out like how to kind of integrate it into the. He's already walking it back. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm oh, saying we're like, gonna have to crunch the numbers and uh, well, no, <laughs> we'll like, take a look. I, obviously, <laughs> like it's. Yeah. I I think for me the best film of the year so far for me is still everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, I was I was more talking about like I I think yeah this would have to be a separate category like what was mm-hmm. your favorite movie that was old that you guys yeah reviewed? Yeah, yeah right um, this one was was this has been my, my favorite film that we've done this month cool yeah as far as spooky month goes for sure um, I really really you're better than Hereditary we're calling your ass out Ari Aster 
There you go. I mean, you know, uh, somebody actually asked John Carpenter about elevated horror recently. Oh, yeah. What that? the hell he are you talking like, about? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best, man. He just sits around, smokes weed, plays video games. Yeah. He lives the best life now. He literally like <laughs> tweets about like, hey, that new Fallout 76 was pretty good. <laughs> He's like, um, Golden State Warriors, let's go. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Amazing life. It is that time. It's time for every movie sucks. Uh, and I'm I'm sure here we go here we go every De- movie sucks Deagler review says well, hold on we're singing sorry every movie sucks every movie sucks every movie sucks someone hates the movie you love someone hates the movie Ethan loves so much we hate it hurt um, Deagler review says mid oh <laughs> no <laughs> stop full circle <laughs> in, uh, in all seriousness half star from Sam if I could rate it a zero I would I absolutely hated it I, that does that does nothing for me man like <laughs> yeah. if you just say I, that people say that all the time they're like if I could like rate this lower like, then rate it lower I don't care here's one that shows I think this ca- encapsulates the current state of the zeitgeist let's go Boyt30 gave it a half star and says, this is an Among Us ripoff. Stupid uh-huh. crap. <laughs> think, think about that. funny, though. Think yeah. about that. Well, it's funny because, yeah, I mean, it's not obviously, but I think it's funny to think about, like, yeah, Among Us took a lot from the thing. It right. It probably owes a lot of its DNA to the thing, which is great. It's like you gamified one of the best movies ever, mm-hmm. like it's, mm-hmm. which I love Among Us. Like, it's such a great yeah. concept. So, you know, you play, like, Werewolf or Mafia or games like that, and right. it's like you gamify that and you turn it into like a party game. And I think that's wonderful. Like I love yep. among us because it's the thing in it video game form. Just right. Shows on education. They're shows. just, they're making, they're trolling. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Um, this one says, uh, uh, such a shit movie, terrible acting. Holy shit. I started sleeping 20 minutes in. should have made Robert Patrick, the main character, Robert Patrick, like from Terminator, I guess. I love Robert Patrick. I watched. I just watched yeah. that episode of the Sopranos that he was in, where he's like a degenerate gambler. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the the, <laughs> the cop from Terminator, where he's a degenerate well, gambler. He should have been the main character in this movie. Is what he's saying. He probably would have been good in this movie. <laughs> Mario Luigi says, "Why do they keep splitting up?" Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation great point, Mario <laughs> Luigi. About to say. Uh, Why did Mario and Luigi split up? I thought the thing was mid. It exhibits the theme of fear of others because it does. Okay. Mm. Um, Movie fan sixty nine six 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 says fun, but too many dudes. Facts, facts. <laughs> too many. Du- this is too a many dudes. This is a freaking sausage party, bro. <laughs> says half star. Fuck these hoes. They kill the dogs. Oh, uh, I get that. This one actually says <laughs> half star. Nick Crawford says. One of the all-time great horror classics. I adore this film. I just can't get over Kurt Russell's hat. Negative four and a half stars. <laughs> it's funny because the hat <laughs> was like given to him, and he's like, he was talking to John Carpenter. He's like, I didn't really want to wear that, and he's like, Yeah, but you made it work, and he's like, Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Which is funny. Yeah, that Kurt Russell didn't like that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, a couple more. Yeah, one Zach. Let me find one. Most of them are the same thing. It's just boring or Among Us ripoff. Um, I've got one. I love that. I'll do one more, and then you can find one more. The bad take lawyer one? says horror is totally overrated. Why'd you watch a horror movie? I was say that sounds. Yeah. Um, this Old. one says here's two. <laughs> this one says probably the nastiest movie that I've I've ever seen. It yeah. was boring and slow. The cuts were bad and the ending sucked. Cuts were bad. Uh, last one. Issa Potter half star says none of you actually like this, right? This is some big prank to just to just confuse me. 
That's Honestly, why I made this whole podcast. One to of the troll worst movies <laughs> I've ever seen. It's boring, way too long, has awful cuts and dialogue. The first ten minutes feel like a bad comedy, and the best actor by far is the dog. <laughs> I, the dog, the dog a did a really, really good actor. The dog, the dog did, did really well. I, I, in the commentary, Carpenter was like, uh, "The dog did everything perfectly." Mm-hmm. Like in this take, he's like, he literally stops. He when he's supposed when, to stop. When he comes he out looks, down yeah. the hallway, he like comes into the doorway. He stops, looks at one. Yep. Looks at one door. Comes down. Looks in the other. It, I was thinking during that scene, this dog is doing a really good job. Exactly. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> That's where we should end this. Like hell yeah! Shout out to the dog. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> the dog. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. There is the thing. Uh, it's time for Shindigs. Shindigs. It's news. It's time for... News, news, news. What was that news. noise? News. What? What noise? Did you hear that? Uh-oh. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you farted. I didn't fart. Oh, I heard man. a noise come from over there. I didn't there. fart. If you I call him out on the podcast I would have like just that. farted. He calls me out on, on the podcast. Because oh, okay. you, f- you farted audibly before. You... Somewhere <laughs> in the podcast, in our catalog, you can hear Zach's fart. It's somewhere. Can you? Because I thought you tried to. I, try, I, I thought you tried to amplify just like two seconds to like isolate I, it. I couldn't find it, and you couldn't Technology find it. But has only gotten so far. <laughs> if you listen closely enough, somewhere in there, go back and listen to all ninety-three episodes. Yeah, there Easter is a fart. Egg. There's a fart somewhere. If you find it, <laughs> please tell us. We, we'll get you something. Yes. <laughs> Email us. Um, okay. Cool. Um, here's news of the week. Uh has anybody been watching She-Hulk? No. Okay, no. I haven't either, but I saw a clip. I think people are getting really... Um, Tired? Of? No, I think it, people are like getting too angry about it. They're well, turning yeah. into little She-Hulks on yeah. the internet about it. This is not angry to me. I just was like, I'm, sub- I'm flabbergasted that this was revealed in the show just so nonchalantly. Apparently, there's a scene at the end where they're at like a barbecue and Hulk is there. And he's like, by the way, guys, I have a son. Mm-hmm. And he like brings his son, Hulk's son out. Right. So Hulk has a son. Is it a Hulk baby? He, and he no, and he's like he's like a teenage Hulk. Right. I, feel like, I was just like, I feel like that show is whoa. like like I don't watch Marvel shows, and I'm not like interested. But yeah. I love how this show has really pissed off people. Oh yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a piss take. As far as like like it has She Hulk twerking with Megan The Stallion, and I was like. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not watching it, but I like that this is making people mad. Oh yeah, She-Hulk yeah. smashes uh, uh, Daredevil. The patriarchy. No, well, like. yes, but no, and, and Daredevil. <laughs> but like, so I actually, so I haven't seen any of it. Um, but apparently, who are we to pass judgment? But but um, apparently, she says like in the show because she breaks fourth wall. Apparently, she says something like. Uh, Hulk smashes. I smash sometimes, and every now and, and every now and then I smash Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. I was like, good for good for them for saying it. But apparently, Hulk has a son. That was news. Um, Is it news? Is it movie news? If it's a show, it's Marvel, man. Uh, <laughs> apparently, we're getting. Oh, it happens in the show. It happens in the movies. Uh, we're getting a live action Barney. Is it like a? There already there already is one. Really? Yeah, I saw it when I was a kid. Oh my god! I walked right into it that was one. like a. I walked right into that one. Yeah, no, I remember it's like it's like he's like there's like an alien egg that they have to protect. Really? It's like rainbow. There's a rainbow egg. Oh really? I don't it's know. It's like Barney's Great Big Adventures. But it's mm-hmm. Daniel Kaluuya. Oh yeah, he did say that. I remember him doing saying, a live action. There's a really funny quote he had about it. He's like, "The message of Barney is I love you, you love me, we're a happy family. Isn't that pretty deep?" <laughs> and like. I, that that poll quote was just going around. I was like, "Wow, but, that's hilarious." Yeah, no, it's like it's he, he it's actually like he's doing a live action Barney. 
Uh, we're also getting a Grinch slasher horror film called the did Mean that, called did that the go mean into one. the public domain or something? I don't know, but it's coming out in like a few months. I mean, it had to okay. have. It's called <laughs> it's called the Mean One. Uh, and then apparently Harrison Ford is actually going to play Thunderbolt Ross in Marvel. Oh my God! As Red Hulk, dude. apparently he's actually gonna—he's been cast. Dude, this is depressing. Apparently man. those rumors were actually fact, and he is in fact going to be Thunderbolt Ross. Um, cool. Wasn't that, did that person already exist? Yeah, it's uh, the William guy. He, hurt? Yeah, because then he passed what away. Oh shit! I forgot yeah, he died. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Died, and then an actually good actor. And then they're gonna get Harrison Ford to. To uh, anyway, uh, we got a first look at at, at uh, Adam Driver as Enzo Ferrari. That was awesome. Uh, Sam Raimi is going to direct a remake of this 1978 ventriloquist horror film, Magic. Oh, okay. Uh, and then what else we got? Uh, shout out Sam Raimi, go, like taking the Marvel check, running, and making and an actually doing good something, something fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course, which this comes out this Friday, so we'll see. But apparently, Henry Cavill's back mm. as Superman. Come on, man! In Black Adam. I haven't actually seen any proof, but apparently it's all been leaked and it's true. I don't know. You know what? Know. They're just telling you that, so you go paid money to see Black well, Adam. Well, the thing mm-hmm. is, is that <laughs> he that he has apparently been leaking stuff himself, and in his interviews, he's talking a hell of a lot about Superman. And so I was talking to Corey again at work, and I was just like, I think what's happening is that it's tracking really poorly, and he wants to make people go see it. Mm. Apparently, he's in it. If so, cool, but we'll we'll see. I can't believe you guys are gonna go see that movie. And then <laughs> that movie's embarrassing. Listen, I can't yeah. I can't believe it either. But you know, and then Marvel has I've been talking about the suit for like three Marvel, years now. <laughs> Marvel has adjusted their phase four or five schedule. Like a bunch of movies. I, got yeah, pushed I didn't realize uh, Blade, the director, quit. Blade. They're like starting from scratch yeah. on Blade, new script, everything that got moved from November of 2023 to September 24. Mm-hmm. Avengers: Secret Wars got moved to May 2026. <sighs> Fantastic Four got moved to February 14 of 2025, and then Deadpool three slash Wolverine. Uh, got moved from September 2024 to November 2024, mm. and then last, maybe uh, they should, maybe they shouldn't put out like this is our next 10 years of content, and then have to change it, and then have to change it. Mm. Maybe they should, or maybe they it's should. The maybe, shareholders, it's not even. Maybe they like should. The fans are the shareholders. Maybe they should you know? give mm. the films time to like be made well. Nope. Instead of just like, mm-hmm. it's content. Out. It is content. I'm ready for the superhero thing to die. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, it's going to die eventually because it's, it's it's too much. Anyway, sad news. Uh, Robbie Coltrane passed away yeah. yesterday. Mm. Was it yesterday or Friday? And for those of you who don't know, that is Hagrid from the Harry Potter films. I think it was Friday. Um, and that's the news of the week. There's the news, news, news. Right up. news Zach. News, news. What? What time is it? <laughs> it's time for the Zach's Brave Minutes. Oh, Final man. Brave Minute. <laughs> Final Brave Minute. <laughs> of the season. Of the season. So the Braves... Man. Shit the bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, you know, game one was uh, on a Tuesday, a fateful Tuesday, and we got demolished. And I was texting Hunter, and I was well, like... the score was misleadingly close. Right. Yeah. Matt Olson hit a, hit a three-run homer in the ninth inning. Anyways, we don't need to go into details. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to you, Hunter, and saying this series is over. The, 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 the mood of the team... That they do not look like they're playing for anything. It looked like they were playing for the NL East, and when they won that, like the year's over for them. Mm-hmm. And Hunter was like, "Oh, you're one of those fans. <laughs> you think they're going to go down one three in the NLDS?" And I was like, "Yes, I do." Guess what happened? They, I was incorrect. I truly did not think that would happen. Yeah, I thought that if we got beat, I thought I'd be in five games. Yeah, I just, I mean, you can tell. 
you can tell when you watch them play, and this the Braves have had so much swagger last year and there this year no when swagger. they when they were when they were hot. There was no swagger at all. It's like they didn't they didn't care about the result. Well, I know? was gonna say so. when you look back at the game that we won, that mm. was still a shit game. It was. We had, we yeah, had, we had one inning that we got three runs. Right, and it was all mainly because of an error that the Phillies made. Yeah, right. There was right. There R- was, Riz, there was Rice Hoskins. There was one clean hit. Yeah, there was an error. There was a lucky hit. Austin Riley's only hit of the entire series went like twenty five feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, when you when when you take that into account, it, that was a really ugly. Really Anyways, ugly. they played bad. You know, they definitely didn't deserve to win the series. Which happens? That did, no, happens, they did man. not. They did not deserve yeah. to win the series. Dodgers got knocked out. Mets got knocked yeah, out. Yeah, but Braves we're not talking about this. Is the Braves? Minute. I know. I'm just saying, like it and, happens to the best teams. And it's just a little disappointing for me. Which I, I I realize that the fans are not the players, and the players aren't. Well, some of the players are shit talking the Mets like all year, but oh, the yeah. fans are shit talking the Mets like all year. Like, huh, 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 you know. And then the playoffs happen. And they're like, you can only win one game in the playoffs. And then we also only yeah. won one game in the yeah. playoffs. And it's just like maybe this can be a, an opportunity. F- for us to through two soul searching two hundred and two wins across these two teams that had all this bad blood. Yep. They got two wins in the playoffs out yep. of it. That's and crazy. They both got it's it's wild. Yeah, that is really crazy. And the team that almost gave away their playoff spot. Mm-hmm. They got in the playoff spot one game and they were playing like utter garbage Dude at the end of the year mm-hmm. is the Phillies and now they're in the NLCS. Well they got they got healthy and they got hot. And they yeah. are you know what happened to the Braves out. last year? Yep, they, they didn't get healthy because we didn't have a Cunha. Yeah, but they, but got, they got, hot. got hot. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, yep. that's my Braves minute. That's the last one of the year. We're going to do Hawks minutes going Hawks forward. Hawks minutes. I actually want to check ah, just because we're, ah. on, <laughs> we're on the topic. The Yankees are winning 4-2 to two in the bottom of the eighth. Okay. Yankees are 1-R. This is if they lose, they're out. They're not in the yep. team. So. Uh, anyway, so Zach, thank you. That was very brave. and That was very tough. Thanks. It's the bravest thing I've done all week. Um, it's, a, it's the last brave thing I'm going to do is. all year. <laughs> What's the new saying going to be? That's, coward. That's so hawk of <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ethan, you got any shindigs for us? You got anything you want to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. You no. wanted to do the Tennessee Titan minute, didn't you? Oh, uh, Nashville Predators. Nash- yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Come on. <laughs> Come I like on. the Titans all right. It's easy to pull for the Titans and the Falcons at the same time yeah. because they're in different conferences. Right. Um, they barely play each other. Um, so it's nice to have a hometown, root for the hometown team. Yeah. But, but the, I Preds. Love the Preds. I yeah. love the Preds. Um, they went to Prague mm-hmm. last week, and they played two games overseas against the Sharks, won both of them. Um, that Let's was really go. fun to watch. And then they dropped two games against the Dallas Stars this week. They did not look good at all, but um, they're supposed to be competing for a playoff, so hopefully um, things will turn up. I'm really hoping for repeats from Roman Yossi, UC Saros, Philip Forsberg. But the season's in its infancy, right? Like we yeah, just we just started. Games. Okay. Yeah, this is the very, very beginning of the season, so we're in okay. early days. I'm not panicking. Yeah. Um, I think we're still going to be okay, but I think we're still adjusting to some new players. Yeah. Yeah, happens when you get a new group together yeah. every year. You know. I think we're gonna be better this year, but we got to prove it first. Yeah, well, cool. That was very uh, pre- predatory. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to try that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, well, oh God bless. That hurt. Sorry, you good? Did you zap my, yourself? I, no, I just kicked it and like hit me right in oh. the face. Uh, whiskey shots. Time whiskey shots. Oh, that's good. Um, I need to go get the whiskey, so uh, I'll be right back. I'm just ab- about what? It's in the freezer at the bottom. Okay. Um, so, Ethan, we never, we actually had this plan to like make this segment something mm. meaningful and good because okay. that's what whiskey was to us. Yeah. We never did that. Mm. So, we just try to be, have a positive 
outlook on I life. I guess I missed the episode where whiskey officially passed. Yeah, but so rest in peace. Yeah, uh, she she passed. It was quick, man. Like yeah. she got affected and it just was rough. But me and Zach were there, and my Chase was there, Hannah was there, my mom was there. And is it frozen? Did I freeze the cap to it? <laughs> um, but yeah, so she she passed. Uh, and so this this is to whiskey in honor of whiskey, um, and we want to make it. Fun and lighthearted, because that's what whiskey was for us. And Ethan, you've known whiskey since day one, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, we are drinking, I know you guys are not going to like this. I'm sorry, but this is Crown Apple. I may like this. I'm not a huge whiskey person, so I may be more into this than... Because it has is. a flavor along. Yeah, I think it just reminds me of uh, Rough Nights. I can pour a small shot. In college. Rough Nights. Yeah. Had a Halloween parties in Athens. Oh, yeah. The old, <laughs> the old, the old Wildwood, old yeah. Wildwood Courthouse. Absolutely. I have an idea for whiskey shots this week. Let's, Let's do it. Let's hear it. What if, what if everyone just, just says someone that you care about? Just say, I care about you. I like that. And just say I care about you, or just say no, like actually, like say somebody. a name, like someone in your life that you care yeah. about, and then say I care about just you. Just one person, or can it be more than one person? You can, you can care about everybody. I care about everybody. You can, you can say the world. Me, I'll go first. Actually, no, it's you. It's, you. it's, 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 it's Athena. Me. She's been yeah. sick, and yeah. I care about you so much, Athena. <laughs> <laughs> you got so intense. <laughs> It's your turn. I, I mean, for me, it's obviously going to be Hollis, my son. Okay. And then yeah. obviously Hannah. Um, Say the words. I care about you. I Not just I care about you. I would die for you and Arthur yeah. Hollis yeah. Gray. There you go. Uh, and Hannah. And, you know, like we, I just, I, I try to appreciate family more these days. Yeah. And I care about both of you. Well, thank you. I care about y'all too. I love you All guys. Right. You're <laughs> <laughs> Ethan, you're up. Uh. I spent the weekend with my family and it was yeah. really nice. Like everybody in my family, you know, it just, when you live farther away from each other, mm-hmm. like you really value the time that you get together yep. and, you know, we, mm-hmm. we try to be really intentional about this time and, you know, make sure that we're present and yeah. having fun and sh- t- sharing our feelings about each other. And it makes it a lot of difference, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I care about you, my family. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And as always, to whiskey. To whiskey. To whiskey. To whiskey. Clink, clink, clink. Oh, oh, I just spilled it on my computer. Oh. <laughs> uh, I had a All feeling right, that could happen. <sighs> much better when it's cold. True. It's much better when it's cold. We've done like four straight weeks of like really warm whiskey shots. Oh, yeah. It's not mm-hmm. very good. Not great. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, um, there we go. Uh, Zach, where can they find us? As always, you can follow us on Twitter at B-I-I-G podcast. You yes. can email us at B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on the Instagram at but is it good podcast. Yes. You can, can follow Hunter at H. Callahan nope. Music. Close. Hunter Callahan Music. Hunter Callahan Music. Zach is Zach to the number. The T-H-A future dot, dot 31. 31. 31. Yeah. And Ethan, where can they find you on what platform? Because you, uh, you have to do TikTok and stuff, right? Don't you? Yeah, I've been doing TikToks. Uh, slowed down a little bit, but I still do Letterboxd almost every yep. movie I watch. So I'm posting reviews up there. Beatlemaniac47. That's my um, URL. Um, but you can follow me on Twitter at, uh, sorry, at Lanky Frampard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always posting about movies, sports, whatever, and just having a good time. And uh, yeah, I like... But follow me on Letterboxd. I like interacting with people on Letterboxd. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, good deal. And then next week we're doing Barbarian. I Oh, okay. I got to yeah. say, <laughs> I have 
uh, probably recommended that to everyone I've talked really? to recently. So yeah. not to not to get ahead of myself or ahead of you guys, mm-hmm. uh, but I really like it. It's one of the yeah. better horror movies of the last couple of years. And you may know this already, but try to know nothing going in. I don't know anything. All yeah. I've all I know is I saw a trailer. Like I was at the movies, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think one played, and that's all. That's all. I, it's I, so I, I much know. fun. You're gonna have a good time. Um, I'm trying to think. It's still in theaters, right? Or is it? Uh, it may be is it streaming? barely. It's at AMC up okay. up on the north side. Okay, yes, cool. but so also wanna... it will be on HBO Max like the 25th or 26th of okay. October. So oh, okay, cool. Good to know. Might get just in time. Might yeah, get, yeah. Good to know. Yeah. All right, sweet. Uh, and then we ended up. We ended with Halloween Ends, which I heard wasn't very good. I'm heard. Okay, I've heard. Everything from third best Halloween to really? the worst thing that's ever happened, worse than Rise of Skywalker. So oh. I know, oh. I, I, know I have to see it for myself to just, I, I can't, there's no way I can actually figure out yeah. if this is good. I think Halloween 2018 is awesome. Yeah, I love so Halloween I. 2018. Yeah. Halloween Kills was Halloween a Kill. mess. I didn't see Halloween Kills. Yeah. It's stupid. Like, but as it lowered my expectations enough that I'm like, whatever ends has got for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready, baby. Just well, cool. throw it at me. There you go. All right. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited. All right, well, Ethan, thank you as always. Thank you guys we'll for having me. We'll have you back me. soon, man. I care about you. I care, I about, care you. about you too, This Ethan. was fun. All right, cool. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, see you Bye. next week. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.